just landed at the Friday Five podcast. Here are your hosts, Brent and Eric. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Five podcast, episode number 29. I'm your co-host, Eric Willis, and we finally got our host back. Yeah, I'm back. He's back. I'm still sick a little bit. Yeah, gonna cough some. Gonna cough a little bit. That's all My right. My gag. Though. Oh, don't do that. Wait a minute. No. Yeah, we've we've had a rough, had a rough few weeks. I've been down with the sickness. You, uh, can you put can you put that in there? Can you put that song in there? Open up the hate uh, and give it. To I, I don't. I don't know I'm the rest. Surprised you know that much. Wow. I know the woo ah sickness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you've been sick. Everybody in your house was sick. I was sick. Dad's Becky's sick. sick. Harrison was sick. Lana might have been sick. She might have been sick. Who knows? Dad decided to go to the hospital. Why? Why would you do that? He just wanted to go. He just wanted attention. He's fine now. He wanted attention. That's He's doing good. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. That's why we can make fun of him. You got down with the ER. <laughs> down with the- <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Uh, I decided to bust my face open. Well, you know, and your hardcore wrestling career. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, you know, we had a couple matches, and they got the uh, dolly out and hit me in the face with it. I'm, I'm, I'm here sick as heck. <laughs> yeah. Eric decides to text me, and she, well, he just shook, he doesn't even text me. He just sends me a picture. Like, hey, uh, yeah, I don't even say anything. I just he, send you a picture of my face. He looks like he just got out of a bum fight. <laughs> I did look like a bum fighter. Yeah, <laughs> with the chip tooth. And another tooth gone, well, well, almost gone. Let me just tell you something quickly about my, my flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's hear about the flu. Long story short, <laughs> I watched Leaving Neverland on HBO. Oh, no. And then I watched this other document, this older documentary about Michael Jackson. Why I was on a watching? Michael Jackson kick. Oh, no. Well, you know, I just don't want to believe it, but <laughs> pretty sure it's legit. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the consensus, is that it's... The jury said he wasn't guilty. He, uh, yeah, well, officially. <laughs> looks pretty bad for him, though. Not talk- well, he's dead, Eric. Of course uh, it looks bad. Dead. You don't believe he's dead? Nah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> the night before I got the fever, I decided to watch Michael Jackson stuff. Don't go. do that. It's stupid you to be dead. Michael Jackson fever dreams is a real thing, <laughs> and it's not good. You had Michael Jackson. I mean, I'm rolling around in <laughs> in, in the bed like sw- I mean, drenched in sweat because I had fever, and just uh, hearing like hee hee hee. I don't. That's what. Wait, no, that wasn't. That was more like Aaron Neville rapping. A scat singer. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Neville, I don't. Yeah, uh, he, he didn't have a very good rapping career. Uh, so if I cough some during this, yeah, give me a break. Give him a break, guys. He was moonwalking in his sleep. Yeah, yeah, do, do, yeah. That sounds like a song. It does. Moonwalking in my sleep. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's how it. The two. While I was dying, <clears throat> yeah. you decided to try to like disfigure your face. Yeah, I, you know, it was my way of trying to get out of yard work. I uh, I don't blame you. Long story short, there's easier ways to do it. Yeah, uh, adjustable handle dolly. It got stuck, or so I thought. So I pulled it up with all my might into my lip, and drove my teeth into my lip. You jerked it up with all your might. Jerked it up with all my might. That's what. She, anyway, so yeah, uh, your tooth went through your lip. My tooth went through my lip. My wife had to pick it out of my lip. 
She picked out tooth fragments. Well, one major part of the tooth, yeah. She, now, she picked that out. Now, let's remind the folks at home. Folks. This is the second time you've done this. Well, not the dolly to the face, but yeah, the second <laughs> time I've chipped my tooth, yes. Because it was a cap that came out. That's from my other chip, yes. The first time we were at work, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how you did it. No, I told you I tripped like I, you're so, coming off the elevator or something. No, 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 I had like two wheelchairs with me. Okay, and I was trying to take them back to where they go. Yeah, and when I I backed them in, and I guess they rolled up on me or something because I hit the button and I like tripped over like backwards. And when I hit the back of the elevator, my teeth clacked, and, <laughs> and it like chipped the front of my tooth out. I just remember you coming out going, "I gotta go home." I was like, "I just, I just went to the office like, hey, I gotta go to the dentist." I was so mad. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, I was like today sucks, man." Because yeah, it was busy, and, and I yeah. left you there with freaking well, the, there's no the, telling who. Yeah, who who was there? So yeah, so this is not the first time I've had tooth trauma. It's been a bad couple of weeks. Yeah, it has. But you know what? I said, the show must go on. That's, that's the only thing that kept you alive. So I called up Eric. Hey. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> the show must go on. Like, is I'm talking true? like a 1930s reporter slash Terrence and Phillip. Yeah. Nah, um, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I put it like an Audrey Hepburn thing. I want to do an entire nah, show nah. just in that voice. No, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. TV land. I love it. No, it's not TV. <laughs> TV land. <laughs> out there on the radio. <laughs> there in the radio land. Yeah. Um, no, let's not do that. <laughs> what was I just saying? I don't even remember. I don't remember. Oh, I asked you and Rebecca to do the show. Oh, yeah. Um, It was like literally the night before. And yeah. I just said, I can't do it. I mean, I'm sick as heck. And yeah, you texted me like, hey, can you throw something together for the... Yeah. Because I can't... I just really can't make it. And I'm like, dang, you must be really sick. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we we threw together an episode about Disney and... Yeah. There you go. Y'all are mostly right in it. Mostly. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Right. We'll get to We'll get to your uh, your two cents on that. Let's catch up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot... A lot has been going on. Uh, the, the big thing that happened while I was out, uh, Finn Wolfhard, which is uh, one of the kids from Stranger Things. He was in It... He is strongly rumored to be one of the first people to be casted in the new Ghostbusters film, mm-hmm. which I like. I like the direction that they're going with it. They're going yeah. with a younger cast. I'm assuming it's going to be a younger cast mixed with, hopefully, the original Ghostbusters kind of mentoring them a little bit. Maybe, yeah. I hope, I hope that's it. But it's set in the same universe. That's good. You know, that's the big thing for me. That's where they... I mean, uh, one of the many things they got wrong with the previous Look, one. the previous one... I. I have so many issues with. Yeah, yeah. But they started off. They immediately start off with me hating it when they they didn't make it in the original universe. Yeah. Why would you do that? I was like, okay, I, this this looks awful. Why not make it like this is a separate Ghostbusters unit in a different city? Yeah, there in you the go. same universe, that would have been fine. Even I mean, with like the ladies, there, like that'd have been a good, good eh, way to go with well, it, but. Eh. I'm not gonna get into that. No, me too. Move it will take us down. Yeah, um, shut us down in our. Yeah. Room. Anyways, I'm excited that he's casting, and I think they're kind of going good. in the right direction. And we'll see who else. Uh, yeah, makes it in there. Be interesting. To, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who gets in there. You big Stranger Things fan? Oh yeah, <laughs> love them. Love this. I love those things. You love them. <laughs> yeah, that's what the show's about. It's just a bunch of things, just things that are strange, that are kind of strange. That's a strange. Yeah. Um. You know me. I, I don't. I don't catch up on TV, and I, I want to. Like it's. It's right up my alley. Obviously, it's right up my alley. But I just can't get. It's to on it. Netflix, Eric. I know. You can watch like a whole. You can watch three seasons in one day. I know. I could probably do it today. Yeah. 
Just do it on your way home. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I'll just set it up in the car driving. Yeah. Yeah. Other big thing that happened, uh, the Disney-Fox deal. Yeah, that's right. Gosh, they own... Finally completed. Everything now. I think Xenomorphs should be considered princesses. That should be like the 13th princess, or I don't know how many princesses. I don't know. I think there's 12. She should be the 13th. <laughs> I mean, they own... I mean, I don't know. I can't even go through the list. They own every every Marvel character now. Yeah. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. The uh, t- uh, Titanic. Golly, uh, Avatar they officially own now. Yeah. I mean, name is that it, what kind of got it going? Was the the Avatar Land, and then the, is that how that started? Or? Not really. I mean, okay. I don't think that's how it started. It's just I think Disney wanting its own streaming service ah, okay. is kind of what pushed it a little bit more. Yeah, Fox already. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I they own everything. Yeah, seventy billion dollars or a little over seventy billion dollars cash and stock. The funniest thing is that Disney now owns like almost every. Every almost everything that most every ride at Universal is based yeah. off of now. Yeah, they own all the stuff that's at that's at Universal set for Harry Potter mainly. Yeah, uh, and a couple others, but yeah, they own the Simpsons and they own you know all this. My gosh, dog, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, I I've been doing something lately. What? Ugh, I've been doing. It. Yeah, I know what you've been doing. You've been breaking your face. And I've been breaking my face, and I've been listening to our uh, playlist on Spotify. Oh, yeah. God, I heard about that. Yeah, you did. I heard that if you go to Spotify.com, oh yeah, or you click on an app, uh huh, that's short for application. <laughs> yeah, I think probably search for Friday Five Podcast, and you're gonna have the podcast come up. Yep, on Spotify, but you're also gonna have the playlist. Yes, that we put together, and it includes all the music, most all the music. Yeah, I think it's most of it yeah. that we've used in the show. Yeah. Whether it be the opening theme, mm-hmm. closing songs. Yep, it's all there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. I, I like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Just played it straight through and, you know. And we're going to we're gonna add stuff to it yeah. as, you know, as it goes on. Right. So it's, uh, it's pretty, you know, I enjoyed it. And so I think that you people, you I, people out there. I enjoy trying to find new music for the show. Yeah, that is cool. It, it, and I, I like the direction that that it's going I like the that kind of sound that we're I don't know if we meant to do that or if it's just how it worked out with like that retro that's kind of the vibe I've always liked modern show retro, because yeah. it deals with a lot of retro stuff yeah so it's a very retro wave synth mm-hmm. uh, 80s sound yeah I like I like that a lot that's definitely the direction of the show mm-hmm. I mean and I like that there's modern artists that are doing that sound that yeah, you know, doing it really well. So well, and um, the artist Calix, who I've mentioned before, he's yeah. been so cool about us allowing us or him allowing us to use his music. Yeah, um, right. I've, I've communicated with him a few times. He actually has his next album coming out on the twenty fifth, I believe. Oh, cool! So we'll definitely mention that again. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we got cool. some shirts. Got some shirts in. I saw them today. I wore one yesterday. They look good. Repping that Friday Five, baby. Shoot, <laughs> shoot. I think they look really nice. They finally, yeah. They, they, they we found a place locally. Um, What's the at, name of the place? Uh, Popular Print. Yeah, and um, they're on they're online popularprint.com. Um, they're a local Shreveport business. Very uh, easy to deal with. Super like they're basically it's a pretty small company, so you're dealing with. Like, I think it's the owner's wife who's doing the, the customer service and the emails and stuff. Yeah. Very communication is uh excellent. Their work was excellent. I, I really was pleased with how it turned out. Yeah. And so yeah, quick plug to them because they uh they really did a good job and we're gonna use them again for some future 
uh, future stuff that we want to do. And yeah, I mean, we got a few shirts to kind of give out to yeah. um, close friends and family. Shoot us a message if you might be interested in getting a shirt. And, um, you know, we're, like you said, we're planning on doing another batch soon. Yeah. And we'll be happy to uh, to get you one. Yeah, yeah. Shoot us a message and give us, you know, we'll, we'll uh, we got some shirts for give you. Give us your size. Yeah. And we'll go from there. We'll go from there. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to, so we came up with this concept and we, we didn't really know how to implement it. But I've always, I've, since we started this, or since, you know, I've been a part of this, I've wanted to pick a year from my childhood or have each of us pick a year from our childhood that was basically our renaissance. It was the year that things came out that just, it just blew our minds Yeah, as a kid. And so, and we've kind of been going back and forth about how to do it. We decided to just do stuff that was released that year, you know, whatever it is. So I chose, um, so I'm I'm going to go first in this, then we'll do another episode later that Brent will choose. Well, it it kind of transformed into, let's just pick one year. Yeah. You know, that's personal to us Mm -hmm. to kind of like, let's just pick a, let's pick some years and do like a a tribute to that year. Yeah. Kind of a year review tribute. We we can do this to several different years. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, this is one that you picked 1994, which I think is a. stands out to me. I think 94 is a pretty interesting year. I think it's kind of forgotten. I think so. And, and that's why, and, and for me being born in 81, I was. 13 at this age yeah so i could go see pg-13 even though we went and saw them anyway uh pg-13 movies by my you know all this stuff it was sort of a i don't want to say coming of age but it was a very very important year for me yeah uh and so and just so happened that all these things came out uh during that year so um it was a big year for film and music especially yeah for sure i'm just gonna list off some of the stuff like just real quick and then we'll i'm gonna pick five that I'm not going to include in this list. I'm going to pick five things to really kind of talk about during that year. But I mean, think about the movies that, that came out like Ace Ventura, Airheads, Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> Airheads. Yeah. Clerks came out. Yeah. D2, The Mighty Ducks. Um, and then you had The Flintstones, which you've mentioned. Uh, the, the underrated. Live action, the live action movie. Yeah. Very underrated movie. Underrated. Uh, Forrest Gump, Little Giants, The Mask, Natural Born Killers. <laughs> Little Giants. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Um, Richie Rich, which I always thought that was a favorite movie of mine when I was a kid. One Richie Rich, Macaulay Culkin, yeah, Michael Jackson, Fever Dreams. Yep. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Ew. All right, go ahead. Um, but then yeah, you know, the Santa Claus, True Lies came out then. I like True Lies. True Lies is good, man. And then music, I mean, and some of these people don't care about, but Muzak, Muzak, uh. Dog Man by King's X, which nobody cares about that, but I thought that was one of my favorite albums. You had Beck went crazy in 94. He released three albums. Stereopathic Soul Manure. (laughs) Mellow Gold, which was, the I think, the big one. I think that's the one everybody... Yeah, that was the the popular one. And then One Foot in the Grave. Um, Nine Inch Nails came out with Downward Spiral. Soundgarden, Super Unknown. Were you a big Nine Inch Nails guy? My parent, my stepdad. (laughs) Really? They went. I can see your stepdad listening to that and working out. Yeah, yeah. Like he just he scaring um, the heck out of everyone at the gym. One time they, and this is when we lived in Pineville, Louisiana. They went, and I think it might have been around '94. Yeah. Um, he's they got a babysitter for us for a weekend, and they went to Dallas to see Nine Inch Nails and David Bowie. Really? In concert, yeah. 
Him and Kathy? Him and my mom, man. They were rocking out. Kathy, you're wild. You're wild and crazy. <laughs> so, um, Smash by the Offspring, Throwing Copper by Live, which was... Oh, the Offspring, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite bands back then, Toad the Wet Sprocket. They're on the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, were they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's actually may have been how I found out about them. Um, Jeff Buckley came out with Grace, Crack Review by Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie Mos- and the freaking Hootie oh. and the Blowfish. You like them. Look, if you didn't listen to them in 94, you're lying. I didn't. Oh, we ain't lying. <laughs> Monster by R.E.M., which I think is their best album. It's the only album I like by them Yeah, um, that came out. Uh, Under the Table and Dreaming, Dave Matthews. Uh, 16 Stone by Bush. And then they had Woodstock 94. I don't know if you remember that. Was uh, 16 Stone... 16 Stone? Yeah. Was that Machine Head? Yeah, that was Machine Head. That was... Um, what was the other hits from that? That, that was the breathe one they had like three or four. Breathe out. Breathe out. Breathe out. <laughs> yeah. that that's, that's a good one. Uh, Vitalogy by Pearl Jam, which I think is their best album. And then... But then you had like Woodstock 94 come out. So yeah. all these different bands. And then... I forgot there were, I didn't even remember there was a Woodstock in 94. Yeah. I just remember the one from 99 where they tried to like. That was the one they. Murder each other and burn the place <laughs> that down. That was the riot. 94 was actually worked out really good. Limb bits get. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it all started with. He had a song called Break Stuff. I what do you know. think they're going to do? He's they're going to break things. Uh, I, I just listed a couple of TV shows, Step by Step, Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Full House, Doug, Hey Arnold. Well, those are, didn't come out in 94. Well, no, but I mean, they were just like, you could turn on the TV and watch them. Yeah. Um, and then in 94, we got, and I don't, I don't, I, we got it right after it came out, I remember. It was a 56K modem. <laughs> Man. We were the first family among my group of friends that had that. And so my buddies would come over and we would like load a like AOL page or something, and it would take maybe forty five seconds for it to load. I remember that, and it was amazing. It was like that was so fast. Yeah. So clicking yeah. on a single picture to enlarge it. Yeah. You would watch it like dig, 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 yeah, click yeah. down. And you're like, it, whoa! It's crazy. I mean, it really is. Like kids these days, kids these don't days understand. don't know about that. Back in my day, if I wanted to see a picture of Natalie Portman, it <laughs> took seven minutes. <laughs> Seven minutes worth the wait, but um, but I'm gonna take five things that that really stuck out to me. Are we gonna go back and forth on this? What do you mean? Like, yeah, you, you know, pick one, then I pick one, and or yeah, how do you want to do it? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Um, I, and it doesn't have to be in any order. I'm just picking things that I thought. So I'm gonna start just leading off with my favorite movie of all time. Oh man, Shawshank Redemption. Spike it. Oh, Shawshank. Okay, <laughs> great. Friday. Um, no, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> yeah, Shawshank Redemption. My favorite movie of all time. The movie yeah, my, made me cry. First time I saw it. It was yeah, very emotional. Um, the ending. It's great. Got me. Got got you good. He got I'm everybody. Red. Oh, red. Yeah, they're. Well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hadn't seen it. If you haven't seen Shawshank, spoil it. It's okay. It's Twenty-five years later. Um, yeah, yeah. When they're when Red gets to Mexico and sees Andy. Yeah. Hey man. Andy's on the beach working yeah. on the boat. That he's what been he said about. he always wanted to do. Man, they've been through some stuff. But they have other characters I love so much, like Haywood. Yeah. In there, he was just like this goofy country dude. Yeah, loved it. He was talking to that fat guy in the first of the movie trying to make him cry so he'd win <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a 
poor guy. Oh gosh. So yeah, and then you had oh, it was just oh, I love that movie. It was to me it's I don't know, it's a complete drama. It's a complete um I don't, I don't know how to put it, but and I won't say a perfect film, but it's about as close as you can get to me for a drama. I mean, I don't I don't see any reason why you can't call it a perfect film. I think yeah. it's great. I mean, I think it's funny that it's a Stephen King film. Yeah, that's that's because I didn't realize that for mm-hmm. a long time, and I you know because you think Stephen King, you think something supernatural. Yeah, Pet Cemetery or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, even like you know, Green, well, he did Misery too, Green right? Mall and stuff like yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Misery doesn't have anything supernatural, right? Just has a supernaturally crazy lady in it. Yeah, good movie. But yeah, that's a good one too. But yeah, um, and that was one that I actually saw as a 13 year old. It was just... in the theater. No, no, not in oh. the theater. No, but my parents rented it from Blockbuster. Hey, hey, and, um, <laughs> I don't know why I dance like that. <laughs> Blockbuster night with Shawshank Redemption. Heck yeah. Grab, <laughs> grab the kids, grab the kids, gather them around. No, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, they let me watch it with them. I think they were a little uncomfortable with some of the scenes in there though. There's a couple scenes. It's a couple that, little bit close your eyes son hey watch out yeah could be some prison rape (laughs) (laughs) that's not how he said it but you know it doesn't really make it any better when he says there's gonna be some prison rape yeah why am i closing my eyes at this point i know he has a 13 year old that brings up a whole slew of questions but wait a minute what's that what's going on why so um but yeah the triumphant moment when he I love my favorite moment of the movie is when the uh, the warden's opening that Bible and sees like the cutout of the hammer and yeah. it's just like yeah you gotcha yeah yeah you know so yeah that's uh that's one of the reasons I love ninety four man right there good movie oh yeah I like it what well you what you got one thing from ninety four that I remember oh you like uh you like orange juice love orange juice <laughs> yeah well the juice got loose and he killed two people that's what he did well jury said he did according to the dove he didn't okay really quick dove did oj do it did oj do it no he didn't do it oh my god oh wow wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute the dove thinks he didn't do it no oh man gotta watch that listen to that conspiracy theory episode that's right oj simpson oh cut in to me watching WCW on a <laughs> this was on a Friday night oh geez on TBS no I'm watching wrestling yeah suddenly somebody in a Bronco is speeding down so the interstate well, I don't not, know what's going on not really speeding they're going like 30 they're going pretty slow <laughs> there's a lot of cop cars there's behind. a lot of cop cars chasing the slow Bronco I remember OJ Simpson murdering Nicole Brown and oh what's his name Ron Goldman Ron Goldman yep in 1994. Dang, that was a big one. That kicked off the biggest circus <laughs> slash most entertaining thing that was ever. That was a trial made for Hollywood. That was just the, like you said, it was a complete circus. There's another word for it that I won't use here. But I, I mean, I, I didn't crazy. know who OJ really was. I knew who yeah. he was. I knew that he was an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember him in the towering inferno. <laughs> Cause I, I used to love like the whole like uh Poseidon adventure, towering yeah. inferno earthquake. I love the old uh seventies, like a uh, disaster films. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's that hey, guy. It's oh, him. he played football. Okay. Wasn't he a naked gun too? Yes. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. He was not a bad actor. 
No. He was pretty good. And that's how he I was never, a pretty good killer too. He was a very good killer. He got let it go. <laughs> he like got, got acquitted. He stabbed those folks. Dude, do you remember that that skit by uh Tim Meadows that he played OJ? Hold on. <laughs> of course SNL jumps on this, which yeah. is so great. Tim Meadows did the funniest OJ. He did the best ever. OJ. But the one where he he was he got a job as a football analyst for like CBS or something. Is that where he was drawing? Yeah, he was drawing the play out on the screen and it t- <laughs> drew, drew out I did it. <laughs> yeah, like the little like they would draw on the screen sometimes. Yeah, like hey, he's running this play. When you were watching it. <laughs> and as he was drawing it, you slowly started seeing words come up to it. I did. I did it. And then like it had cuts to like the other guys and they're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just laughing, having a good I time. I think my fascination with court cases stem from this. Yeah. I love watching anything to do with like, you know, murder trial, court case. Mm-hmm. I have the Marsha Clark biography in my shelf right there. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Dang. Dude, so interesting. Yeah. It is crazy. Marsha Clark. Kato Kalen. Kato Kalen. Oh my gosh. Freaking Kato. Kato. The house guest. I still don't know what he does. He was just a house guest. Was he, like, wasn't he an actor? He was just, he was a, uh, some sort of actor or, or, or I don't remember him being something with like radio. Kato heard a bump in the alleyway. Yeah. I remember he, that was a big thing with yeah, him. Yeah, he heard a bump. Uh, Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran from Shreveport. Shreveport's own. Yep. R.I.P. The glove don't fit. You must have quit. You must have quit. No smooth brother Johnny, Judge Ito. Judge Lance. This Ito. is like the, the cast of a a sitcom. It is. It really is. It's crazy. Judge Lance Ito. How many court cases can you name the judge? <laughs> That's true. And uh, old Robert Shapiro. Robert Shapiro. Oh, and uh, Kardashian was. Uh, That's one of uh, the lawyers for. Uh, yeah. For um, OJ. What was his name? I can't remember his first name. I don't know. Something Kardashian. Yeah, he had a yeah. team, man. He had a huge legal team. But the thing, the thing is, I mean, the, the, not getting all into this, but <laughs> the entire case was just completely skewed. I mean, there was oh. tampering. I mean, they found OJ's blood and Nicole's blood in the Bronco. This dude still gets off. It's insane. Uh, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane this guy got off. Well, OJ Simpson's lawyer stopped feuding this week, finally. The Dream Team, F. Lee Bailey and Robert Shapiro, were able to put aside their differences and express their admiration for each other after O.J. threatened to cut their heads off. Yeah. So basically, O.J. gets off. He gets arrested later on. He's in jail. He got li- he got, now he's out of jail. The juice is loose. Beware. But yeah. <laughs> Watch your back. Watch out. You he was sh- in Shreveport yeah. like three or four months ago. Somebody took a picture with him. Uh, why are you taking a picture of the murderer? I don't know. They're probably dead now. They probably are. Yeah. You got him? Oh. Anyways, 1994 O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson trial. Hey, that was... Sounds like you have better memories than I, I remember. Did. And now this, I think it went into 95. The oh, it did. I, I remember watching the verdict. I was at my mom's house. We were in school. Yeah. And they cut ch- Channel 1. Remember back in the day? Did y'all have Channel 1? In, in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they it cut It was like that... the special school uh, channel. Yeah, the school news channel. They cut into Channel 1. Like They're like, hey, you have to watch. It's the middle of class. Coming in. And they, it was live. The verdict was shown live. Yeah. And I remember like most of our class was like, are you kidding? Like, Because we, even as kids, like 14-year-old kids, were like, that's stupid. Yeah. There's no way he's not guilty or whatever. 
Oh. Well, the media was like, I mean, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the media they, just wanted it to be a white and black thing. I remember them having uh-huh. a split screen with just black people on the right and just white people on the left. Yeah. I was like, why are y'all doing this? I mean, love that race baiting, man. Yeah, it makes I mean, money. It, was just, it makes money, bro. I guess, but it's like the media uh. just made it something. Oh, for sure. Wow. It didn't help. That was inter- that, that's a good one. That was some entertainment in itself. OJ murder people. OJ murder. Well, you laugh. That part's not funny. No, that's. <laughs> I, I didn't laugh, Eric. Did uh, you know, you didn't. You had a smirk. <laughs> I mean, you know. Sounds like uh, you're 94 so far happier than mine. <laughs> well, it isn't, it isn't. It isn't, it isn't. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the next thing I, I remember, and I'm a big baseball fan. I was hoping you'd be like, next thing I remember is how OJ was innocent. Is innocent yeah. of all charges. <laughs> Didn't he end up, he ended up robbing somebody, I think. He robbed some people in Vegas. Yeah. Got put in jail. He got let off. Got let off, let out, off uh, about two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wrote the book, If I Did It. <laughs> Come on. Look, don't get me into all <laughs> no, this. No, no, no. This no, dude no. does an interview and writes a book called If I Did if It. If I Did It. To where this dude talks about, <laughs> yeah, and then I took her, you know, I grabbed her from behind and slit her throat. That's what. If, if I had done it. What if I had done it? I'm like, oh, you, okay. OJ, you crafty fellow. You crafty old man. Um,. But, all right, so I'm a baseball fan. Right? Are you? I am. And I'm a big Astros fan. My favorite player of all time, Jeff Bagwell. Oh, okay. Oh, 1994 yeah. was the forgotten home run race. I don't, I forgot it. Yeah. yeah. So everybody knows. I was probably watching OJ. Yeah, you were busy watching OJ. Yeah. Um, Babe Ruth set the single season record in the 20s. I can't remember which, exactly what year. With 60 home runs in a season. Stood for like 25 years or 35 years or whatever it was. And then in the 1960 or 61, Roger Maris broke it with 61 home runs. And then yeah. it stood until, you know, 98 when uh, McGuire and Sosa broke it. Yeah. Okay. So everybody remembers 98, the home run race. Every night it was like, did, who, well, did they hit one? Then they ruined that. Yeah. Then they were, well, steroids. I, I don't think they did, but that's a whole other discussion. I love steroids in baseball. You love steroids? Absolutely. Eric. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so, but Rules. in 1994, at the All-Star break, I believe it was right around the All-Star break, Ken Griffey Jr. had like 40 home runs, and Bagwell had 39. Yeah. And so they were actually racing. They were on track to beat Maris's record. So that was a, kind of a forgotten one because in 1994, baseball strike. OJ. And OJ. <laughs> <laughs> and they, but... I forgot the baseball strike. The strike, yeah. they didn't have a World Series that year. I remember the strike. The strike, the player strike, and it happened right after, I want to say it was right after the All-Star break. Just after money, I guess? It was, yeah, it was what, typical, the, like, owners. $64 million a year wouldn't cut it. Yeah, I guess not. Um, dude, Mike Trout, uh, just a side note, signed a $400 million contract for 12 years. To play baseball. To play baseball. Yeah. Crazy, arguably one of the least in you know intensive sports you can play. Yeah, I mean you can you can play baseball for a long time. It's not like football or whatever. I just get up there and just sit down and let them throw the strikes and. Well, oh, there you go. All right, you get paid fifty thousand dollars to strike out. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So so here's my question. Yeah. Bagwell and King Griffey. Did one of them hit the sixty? No, they didn't because of the strike. They ended oh, up. Oh, that's what. F- oh, that's horrible. That's, that's what. Yeah, exactly. And now. Bagwell ended up winning the MVP for the NL, but he was chasing the triple crown too, which is batting average, home runs, and RBIs. Yeah, he was batting three sixty eight. 
which is Tony Gwynn numbers. So steroids were getting him good that year. It was awesome. <laughs> Did he do roids? Uh, he was never named, but if you look at him, yeah, he was so jacked, dude. That guy was in his, Bagwell. His forearms were insane. Did he get like really small, like one season or nah, something? No, he he he, uh, he stayed kind of the same size, I guess. That's why he never really got because it wasn't like Bonds where he went from 180 pounds to 240 <laughs> behemoth, yeah. like just crushing the ball, but um. But yeah, so that 94, I remember watching that. Of course, I, again, Jeff Bagwell was my favorite player. I was so upset when the strike happened. I remember being not inconsolable, but I was very emotional about it. Like, I was like, I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah. They're ruining this baseball and blah, blah, blah. And I, as a 13 year old, I'm saying this. Yeah. So I still get mad. You know my favorite baseball player is? Uh-huh. Michael Jordan. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I, I remember him hitting the double for the, for the White Sox. <laughs> I remember watching him retiring from basketball. Yeah. Then he went and played baseball. Then he came back. Then to he came back to basketball. Mm-hmm. Tolling with my emotions. Hey, trivia. So we all know his number was 23. Yes. What number did he come back as for the Bulls when he... 32. No. Okay. 45. <laughs> Idiot. God, you look so cocky when you said that. <laughs> Idiot. All right. Because they had retired the jersey. They, yeah. So that... Anyway. Yeah. The... Uh, Griffey and Bagwell home run battle. That was ruined by the strike. Ruined by the strike. And O.J. Simpson. Yes. yes. <laughs> My next pick is going to be a movie that you and I, I think, it was like the first movie that we just immediately kind of bonded over. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie that came out at such an interesting time. I was 11. Little Nicky? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Sorry. I'm no George Clooney. I'm no George Clooney. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I like his voice. Completely. <laughs> I really. I mean, they came out at such a great time. I was like 11 years old. You were 13. Dumb and Dumber oh. came out in 1994. Yes, maybe sir. the most quotable film ever from our generation, at least. I think I can quote the whole thing. I'm I'll... pretty sure both of us could sit down and yeah, just yeah, we could quote it line for line. Oh man. So many so great moments funny. in that movie. I saw that in the theater too. You did? I saw it was the hardest Man, I didn't. It was the hardest I've ever laughed at a movie theater yeah. until you and I saw the hangover and they were showing the pictures at the end. <laughs> yeah. And it was equal to that. It yeah. was like just that stomach hurt laughing. Farley Brothers. Oh man. I mean Was that their first film? No, I don't know. First or second, I don't know. I can't remember. Just a classic. That's the first one I knew of. I mean Jim Carrey was already hot from like the mask. Yeah, ninety four um, was huge for him because he had the mask and Ace Ventura in the same year. Both those both came out. I think the- he was doing no. I take that back. He was. It was yeah. Ace Ventura, then Dumb and Dumber, and I think while he was doing Dumb and Dumber, he was doing the mask or yeah. something like that. They were all. I think he was. I mean, all three came out in ninety four. He was filming one while filming the other. I think at some point, whichever two it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. Jeff Daniels, which was always, it was really weird to see him in that role because I was used to like the serious actor, yeah. Jeff Daniels, like Gettysburg, and you know. Oh and, yeah, yeah. He um, <clears throat> he did a um, he he was in some like HBO show recently, and I, or not recently, it was maybe like last eight year, eight or nine years, where he was pretty funny. It wasn't like Dumb and Dumber funny, but he was he's yeah. he's got a lot of comedic timing and and stuff, so he fit in really well with that role. It was the, just the perfect stupid movie. Yeah. Like, I, I never saw it. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw mm-hmm. it on TBS. 
because TBS got the rights (laughs) for it and they play that thing back to back constantly. Oh, yeah. And I was hooked. Oh, man. Me and my friend Vincent were just like, this is the greatest movie ever made. (laughs) So many great moments. I, I, I can still, like, even recently, I was picking out stuff I didn't notice before. Like, the, the, so, you know, they're at that party, right? In Aspen, that, the little gala where they killed, they ended up killing Over the owl? Yeah. So, he's, uh, Harry goes and talks to Mary for, for Lloyd. Lloyd hangs out, putting out the vibe. Putting out the vibe. At the bar. At the yeah. bar. It looked like he was about to throw up. Yeah. And so, then when Harry's coming back to the bar, he slips. Yeah. And and Lloyd kind of looks down at him like, what happened? And but, but that wasn't supposed to happen. But Jeff Daniels keeps going. Yeah, and they just—it's <laughs> just—he almost busts his butt. There's so many parts in that film that are could be you know people could pick as being hilarious in their yeah. favorite moments. My favorite moment is one that's unseen. You don't see what happens. Do you know what my favorite? You know what I'm saying? Just... My favorite moment, the hardest I still laugh in that film, is when Harry is in the bathroom. Lloyd shows up because Lloyd is, you know, poisoned Harry with the uh, turbo lax. Turbo lax. <laughs> so Lloyd shows up at the door. Mary goes and answers the door, and Harry knows something's going on. Yeah, yeah. So he's scrambling, trying to get Mary to stay, and it's he's trying to fix that toilet. Yeah, he's yeah, trying, yeah. <laughs> and you, in the shots from outside the door. Yeah, and you don't you, see Harry. You hear La- Harry just bust. <laughs> I mean, busted hard. But very, I mean, just, it sounds uh, like the whole room collapsed on him. I I think that's the funniest moment in the world. Oh, that is so good. Harry, I'm sorry, but something important's come up and I've got to run out. It's, it's sort of an emergency. I'll explain later. But Mary! I'm sorry, Harry. I've really got to Lloyd's plan worked. Oh, it did. He's his super evil, diabolical plan. But anyways... I'm, uh, I'm sure everybody's probably seen Dumb and Dumber. If oh, not, yeah. gotta watch it. It's so full of like improv moments where yeah. Um, Don't watch the unrated version because it has a bunch of extended scenes yeah. and it's it it ruins it, it the film. It does ruin it. So yeah. watch the original. The original cut, theatrical is, is cut, perfect. Yeah, and uh, the the one where they're in the hot tub and you know oh, what happened some little Philly break your heart and nah, I was a girl that like those little jokes and just little improvs like that just they, they make it he was talking about how she said uh, yeah she said I don't really pay attention to her no, no, I don't know I, I really don't, I yeah. don't really pay attention or, yeah she I don't she, I don't listen to her enough or something <laughs> oh my gosh oh it, yeah it's just countless stuff I mean and then like the um, the whole when they're in the van with the the, the killer that they picked up on that they think is a hitchhiker and they do just their little stuff that they do back and forth. It's just, it's all improv. And and uh, Lloyd's most annoying sound in the world. Like, literally, you see the guy in the middle, and I can't remember the actor's name. He's dumbfounded by it. Like, he, yeah. doesn't know, he really doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> or just little things like when they go to pick him up. Like, Lloyd's face, where he's like, we normally don't pick up. <laughs> We normally don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah. I have a good feeling about this one. Just his face, like he has this moral compass about him. Yeah, a little bit like... We normally don't pick up hitchhikers. You idiot. Pull over. No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for notice. Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Dumb and Dumber. You pumpkin pie haircutted freak. 1994, just a great... uh, Especially, like I said, our ages were perfect for that. Oh man, the kind of you know, toilet humor type. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, yeah, the classic. I remember there was an S, of course, SNL. Um, they did a skit where, and I don't remember who was hosting, but it was like some theater type show. And it was yeah. like a serious, like, you know, old theater types. And they had Jeff Daniels, like, who's a guest host, but they had him playing himself. And they're like, we want to go over, like, these dramatic um, roles that you've played. And then they kept showing the diarrhea scene. <laughs> and he's and Jeff Daniels like, yeah, I've done more than that. Yeah. You know? They're like, let's look at a scene from such and such, and it was him on the toilet. On just, the toilet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, he just couldn't get past that. It's what he's always known for. Yeah. Just, yeah. Taking, just getting turbo laughs. Boyd as he comes back from being robbed. Yeah. the little old lady. That, that 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 moment is so funny to me. He shuts the door and just shuts down. He just he just he collapses, he collapses on the floor. So Harry upset. doesn't care. Yeah, where's, where's the, the booze? booze? <laughs> Great movie. Oh, go man. ahead. Yeah, I'll keep talking about Dumb and Dumber. Oh, um, so we'll go to music on this one. Um, yeah. and my next two picks are, are both albums that I enjoyed then and I enjoy now, in equal measure. Uh, Alanis Morissette. That's that's a good one. <laughs> Jack Little Pill. Jack Little I mean, she was big back then. Yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd's Division Bell album. My favorite Floyd album. Mine too. Yes. Um, I mean, uh, some of the tracks, Coming Back to Life, High Hopes. I, uh, man, such a good... And they he had a, um, a live DVD that I cannot find anywhere where he played, I think it was at Royal Albert Hall... Yeah, and it was um, he played pretty much that whole album, but he had like an orchestra with him and like a choir, and it was him. Really? It, it, dude, it was so good. I love man, I love that album. It's it, well, see, I'm a big Gilmore fan anyway. Like me too. I don't know, like I was never a big Waters, Waters guy, yeah. and the time that I started getting to Pink Floyd was Gilmore anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I can't get into the really early Pink Floyd. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon is is good. Yeah, it's yeah. a classic, of course. Sure. But Division Bells, when I really like clicked with them. Yeah, me too. And I, I don't know if it's just because we're younger, and that's when that yeah was more the sound. Yeah. I don't know, but it's still Pink Floyd. It's still a Pink Floyd album, and in, in every sense of the word. But yeah, that's my favorite album of theirs, and it's one of my favorites of all time. I mean, that's. It's and yeah, it came out in '94, and which was a, already a huge year for music. Um, and they, uh, but man, I gotta find, I gotta find that Degum live DVD. I can't find it anywhere. But uh, now that was during the Pulse tour too, wasn't it? Yes, yes. I have a, uh, I have a DVD that is uh, ripped from a VHS of the Pulse tour. I think I still have it at my house. Yeah, I have the, uh, have the DVD. Yeah, the official. I could, I, and I could probably find the DVD. I just, I just like that one that I have. It's the VHS quality on DVD. But, um, but yeah, that that I mean, you look at the track listing, and uh, well, I think coming back to life is one of the. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's underrated. But no, it's not. It's not one that you hear mentioned a ton, like you mentioned Pink Floyd albums. Well, yeah, most people do. You know, breaking the wall, and they do money, and you know, the, the older stuff. And yeah, especially the intro to coming back to life, I think it's like the so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's epic. yeah, they uh, and high hopes too is one of my favorites from that album as well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, that and I remember that I remember that album coming out because you know I live with my mom and stepdad. My stepdad's a huge rock fan, and he but liked both old stuff and new stuff. So when new stuff would come out, he would usually buy it, and so I got to listen to it. And when that 
you know, when that album came, I was like, wow, that was, yeah, I kind of didn't really even know who Pink Floyd was. And that introduced me to him. And maybe that's why it's my favorite because that's the first I heard of him. And I was like, wow, I love this. I mean, I think it's the most, uh, I don't, I'm, I don't know. People are going to, but I think it holds up the best. I mean, it has kind of the more modern vibe to it. Maybe so. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not as psychedelic, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess it's, that's where Gilmore had the most, I don't want to say control, but he had the, the most influence on that album, I think, than any other he was involved with. Yeah. So he, and like you said, I'm a big Gilmore fan as well. And uh, so, yeah, I, man. Love that. Love that album. Check that out. Check out the Pulse Tour. Uh, yep. DVD. Yep. Division Bell by Pink Floyd. Super good. <laughs> or YouTube. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Another thing in 1984 that stood out to me was it was a great year for video games. Yes. In particular, uh, Super Nintendo games. Oh, man. Uh, three games that really stand out. Super Metroid. Uh, Donkey Kong Country, the first one. Yeah. And uh, the big one, a Final Fantasy three, otherwise known as Final Fantasy six in Japan. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't ask me to explain that. I'm, I'm not the best Final Fantasy game. Oh, all three of these games can be found on the SNES Classic, <laughs> which you have right behind ninety nine ninety nine. It's no longer being made, I believe. Uh, yeah, just a great year for gaming. I mean, yeah, as, you was. know, ninety four was kind of a peak year for like the whole Sega Nintendo mm-hmm. battle and. Um, SNES just really pulled out all the stops. I mean, well, it was it was in later in the life cycle of those of those uh, of those consoles. So it's like they were getting the games were getting so much more rich and 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 uh, and deep. It was well, yeah. I mean, SNES had been out like three years, I think. Yeah, and um, Donkey Kong Country was a huge leap, anyways, for yeah, graphics, it and it's just one of the best side scrollers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Metroid. It's a classic. I mean, it's like, it's very alien-esque. Um, yeah. Especially if you're used to playing Metroid 1 and 2 on the NES. It's a massive jump for that. Mm-hmm. It was just a great, great time to be a gamer, man. I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I was in full-on SNES, Nintendo Power, oh, you know, man. mode around that time. Oh, did you get that? I love that Nintendo. It was It was Nintendo Power the magazine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, Nintendo Power was your internet. Yeah, it was. That was your search engine. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, well, I didn't know how to beat this. I mean, internet was around, I guess, but... Yeah, but... It, I didn't have access to it. I mean, you know, not many people did. Even except the did. Willis's. <laughs> That's right. you will. Yeah. Let's go I'm to the chat, Willis house. I'm chatting with girls. Well, I mean, I, I, I had access to it at the library. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's wow. pretty much it. <laughs> Chatting with chicks in 94? Absolutely. Shoot. You know they were dudes. <laughs> and they still are. They still are yeah. to this day. But I don't know. I just... I, yeah. 94 was just... That was a peak year for me as far as... Um, especially Nintendo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they... Um, I remember... You know, I got the SNES when it came out in 91. That was... Well, and I mentioned that before. It's one of my favorite Christmases because, you know, my stepdad totally, like, Christmas storied me on that Oh, one. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and, um... So I had, and so yeah, you start getting into a few years into the console, and the games start getting really just awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, so yeah, Donkey Kong Country I think is probably that's probably the best SNES game in my opinion too. If I had to pick one, it would be up there for sure. Yeah. That or uh, Donkey Kong Country Two. I was yeah. a big fan of that one, and um, yeah, just a good time to be a gamer. It was fun, and I mean, those are three of the biggest games. Yeah. Yeah, you could ask for gaming. Gaming Central. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, getting back to music. Yeah. Because there's so much good music came out in that year. Uh, Oasis came out with Definitely Maybe. What? Oasis. I said maybe. Yeah, they well. No, well, that was um, not that album. Okay, this is fine. it has this is my favorite album of theirs. Does this has so, supersonic on it. It has supersonic rock and roll star, live forever, cigarettes and alcohol, slide away. I mean, Columbia probably is my favorite. I really like Columbia. Columbia is probably my favorite Oasis song. Really? Yeah, I, didn't I know love that. that song so much. Like, yeah, if I had, it is underrated. If I had a baseball walk-up song, it would be that. Just, I think it's so cool. It wouldn't be uh, effing in the bushes. <laughs> that actually would be another one. It would It'd be a good walk-up song. If yeah, you think about the song. That's true. You yeah, couldn't play it all. Be, yeah, you could. You'd have to believe. It. I mean, it wouldn't be long enough for you. But um, that's what they started out with with "Familiar to Millions." Yeah, that's our opening track. Their opening track. They, yeah. <laughs> Million to Millions was what? What was the main album that was based on? Um, that was probably um, what's what's the story? Morning Glory. I mean, probably Morning Glory and definitely maybe were were heavily featured in that. Yeah, in that one. Um, <clears throat> I don't think was Standing on the Shoulder of Giants come. Did it come out that year? I can't remember because mm-hmm. the DVD came out in two thousand. So that, I think they recorded it early 2000 or 99. I remember you looking for that in uh, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. You're looking for the concert DVD. Mm-hmm. With my very limited money that I had. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to I mean, I was buy gonna, it. I yeah. just take it. Uh, <laughs> we stole in Chicago. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely maybe. It's my favorite Oasis album. has my favorite song on there. And again, I remember it, 94. I bought it and just fell in love with I mean, I listened to that thing. It went everywhere with me. You know, yeah, if, and uh, had my my Sony Discman, Discman, yeah, skipping all over the place, skipping everywhere. Uh, what I would do actually is I would record. Like I had like the little boombox, right? So you could record CD to tape. Yeah, and so I had to do the yard work, and so you couldn't take a Discman, obviously. In, in well, you, I tried. Well, it <laughs> didn't, didn't work. Didn't work that well. So, but if you have a cassette, like a Walkman, it works fine. So I would I would record all my songs on the cassettes and then play them as I did the yard. Yeah, and it was awesome. You couldn't make it stop. No, I mean the could, the you could throw it, you could run over it with the mower. And yeah, it's still going. You could just <laughs> fling it around your head it's as just, you're mowing. Yeah, it's so. not gonna stop playing. No, it's a no. Walkman, man. It's bulletproof. No. Your mixtape. My mixtape was my mixtape. It had was some, fire, as the some, kids would uh, say today. What'd you have on this? Some Deftones? No. <laughs> I had some had some Dave Matthews. Yeah. A little frat boyish. It was good. A little uh Limbiscuit. A little Nirvana. Had some Nirvana. Yeah. 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 Kurt Cobain. Had a little uh <laughs> I had cranberries on there. <laughs> have a little uh Fiona Apple. I love Fiona Apple. Do you? Dude, I liked her back in the day. Yeah, I did too. She was mm-hmm. pretty, yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah, she she's just pretty in that drugged out kind of yeah, way. kind of like heroiny looking, sort of hot, kind of little. You know, the sad thing is that describes her really well. It does because she's kind of sunken in, looking a little real skinny. She probably did heroin. I'm sure she did. Yeah. If not, she had that. You ever st- seen her music video, Fiona Apple and Zach Galifianakis? No. 
hilarious. I love it. That's great. YouTube that one. All right. It's weird. <laughs> it gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oasis. Well, that's definitely. a great pick. Yes. That's I, a good pick. I know it is. That's why I made my list. <laughs> my next pick is going to be when Hulk Hogan <laughs> signed the dotted line. Yes. With a WCW. WCW baby. June 1994. Oh, my gosh. Easily one of the biggest, you know, acquisitions in the history of wrestling. That was a coup right there. <laughs> That was straight up a a coup. I mean, it was kind of a huge boost in Hogan's career. He was kind of, he was getting a little stale in WWF. Sure. The new generation was rising. Yeah, they were. Bret Hart, Mm -hmm. Lex Luger, (laughs) Razor Ramon. That's Razor Ramon. Well, he went over to Diesel. Yeah. Mm -mm. He did too. (laughs) Why'd he do that? I don't know, okay? (laughs) But it was really kind of the first time the WCW started looking like legit competition yeah. for the WWF. I mean, it was a huge get for them. Yeah, it was. Well, who do they... They already had... They already had Flair. They well, already had... Here's the thing about WCW. Yeah. They had better wrestling, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I mean, they had... They had they had Flair. They had Vader, Sting, Rick Rude, mm-hmm. Steamboat. I mean, yeah. they had a great roster, but they didn't have the the big name. Like, as far as, like, yeah. so, like you know, recognizable names. Yeah. So Hogan was a huge, you know, that was a huge big thing. Yeah, he put eyes on WCW. Right. There, um, they had like a big press conference when he signed. It was at MGM Studios. Oh, nice! And what they did was they only had like sixty people show up for it, <laughs> but they they shot it in a way that it looked like a ton of people. Like yeah. they only did close up shots. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad. That's funny. Oh, I love but it was like a massive contract. Apparently, at the time, it was like four million a year, which Jeez. at the time for wrestling that was huge. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. And then of course he, you know, he turned heel. Hollywood Hogan, NWO. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just kind of went from there. But yeah, that's that's really when WCW became legit competition. Yeah, for WWF, while they beat him in the ratings for over a year. Um couple years later mm-hmm. it was yeah it was big big for our yeah, i remember uh you know that's when uh i got back into right because you know i watched it as a kid little kid yeah and then i sort of didn't watch it a lot and then around 95 96 i started watching because of the the wcw wwf kind of going back and forth you had nitro yeah. you had raw you know it was the monday night war yeah the monday night wars um and my stepdad would record them all like, mm-hmm. I would then, do that. Yeah, I would. I would flip back and forth between yeah. the two. And oh yeah, when there was a commercial of one, went to the other. With the other one, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a good time for. Man, that was that was big. I remember. I still remember that too. Big moment. I don't remember the MGM press conference. But. Well, you should have been there because there were only sixty. <laughs> yeah. Oh. They were probably hoping that you would be there. Like, hey, come on, we're counting on you. Seriously, guys, <laughs> get you. off the great movie ride and come over here. <laughs> nah, I like this part. Yeah. It's when the fake gun goes off. <laughs> a little fake gun fight. Not the xenomorph part. Oh, yeah. But so, yeah, Hogan signed with WCW. I remember that huge. from 94. And I don't know. That press conference might have been going on with OJ. <laughs> I don't know. Got, <laughs> they were all... Everybody else was watching the OJ thing. And- I couldn't remember. See, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I distinctly remember watching WCW wrestling with TBS. But it happened on a Friday night. And I can't figure out what I was watching on a... Because it never, it never huh. usually came on Friday nights. I don't know. Well, it's just a mystery. On TV, uh, that is yeah. weird. What's your next one? Or is this my, your is this your last? This is my one? last one. Uh oh. Bye. 
Isaiah. Oh, jeez, dude. Are you having a kidney stone? Yeah. That's that's what I sound like. The Lion King, baby. Uh, Probably my favorite movie out of that Disney Renaissance period where they they had Little Mermaid. So Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Aladdin, Lion King. Lion King. Home on the Range. (laughs) Hunchback, which had the... Hunchback was... The darkest villain ever. She was a little hoary. Well, that that lady, but then the the, the priest was a the hellfire a guy. Yeah, he was pervy. He was real pervy. Anyway, uh, the Lion King, Hunchback, the Lion King. Um, my favorite. I'm so excited that they're redoing it, and they're redoing it like true to true to the movie. Um, Long live the king. Oh man. <laughs> Long live the king. That was an epic party. Man. Arguably the most epic Disney scene ever. It might be, because it was the most intense for sure. Yes. Oh, that still gives me goosebumps, man. Yeah, it was and, awesome. And then, then Simba's looking at his dead dad. and Or calling for his dad. Yeah. And then he lays by his dead dad. Yeah. You can't, man... Talk about tear jerking. When he sees Mufasa in the clouds, bro, shoot, those goosebumps be popping. <laughs> what? They be popping, baby. What? Uh, the dove. Got, the dove got a goosebump one time. He got a goosebump. Yeah, during Where's, that Halloween episode. I don't know where it was. I don't. Um, we just heard. Beep. What was that? <laughs> drop of water. In don't there? worry about it. Anyway, um, Rafiki. I love Zazu. That's one of my favorite characters. Big Zazu guy. Cause, yeah, I like because he's he's so anal and and just like he's just uh, so uptight about everything. Yeah, and, you know, it's great. And then he's, he was singing for Scar. Yeah, and uh, yeah, remind you of Rebecca a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Zazu, does she sing a lot? Well, she tries. Yeah, she tries to. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite one out of, and again, I saw that, we saw that in theaters, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, I remember seeing that in theaters at, I guess it was South Park Mall. Yeah. Oh, and wow. we yeah. went to eat at Garfield's after. Dude, Garfield's yes. was the bomb. I love that place. The bomb.com. Wait, no, Garfield's was at St. Vincent, wasn't it? It might've been St. Vincent. Yeah. I, think I just Vincent. remember we saw, it was at a mall and we Yeah, well, they had Garfield's. a theater there too, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. I had a cousin that worked at Garfield's for a while. Really? Yeah. yeah. Color on the table. You've been to Odie's? No, I haven't been there. It what should, is that? Should have existed. Odie's the dog in Garfield. I know, but you said, have I ever been to Odie's? I was joking. Oh, okay. Oh. <sighs> wow. Can we cut that out? Because that sounds stupid. Yeah. I totally missed that, that joke. sounds stupid, too. <laughs> let's talk about Lion King. Yeah, let's still like it. Creepiest moment during Lion King. Creepiest? Can you feel the love tonight? Oh, all they were doing, you know, what they, you know what they were saying. Oh man, you know what was gonna happen when 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 Nala gives that little nod. That was the most. It's like oh, that was dirty. It was, it was kind of filthy. It went from G to PG right there. Ooh, it's like what the heck? Why, gross? Nelton John's there. Nelton <laughs> John's there singing. And you're for like oh, I know, man. but does Elton sing that? But I remember like a female. No, it's a lady. It's a lady that sings that. Yeah. yeah. She don't do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's funny because I didn't catch that as a kid. Now it's like. You're like, but then you watch this adult. Or, jeez. Giving him the. Where's, where's Pumbaa and uh, Timon? Timon. Yeah. They just. Jeez. <laughs> they're in the bushes, don't man. Don't ruin this. Just, 
peeping toms. Well, there was a time in, I think it was October 94. Yeah. Where Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, Shawshank, Lion King, and Jurassic Park, which Jeez. was, they re-released it in theaters. Yeah. yeah were all in theaters original. in the same month. That's crazy. That's insane. That's so crazy. We don't have anything like that. Now. No. Now Why? it's like, hey, I want to go see this movie. Or mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious. Or- <laughs> Fast and Furious 17. Um, yeah. Featuring the ghost of Paul Walker. <laughs> oh. R.I.P. Or Smurfs. Or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, there's, oh. no, there's no selection anymore. No, there's not. It's no. Definitely not like that. And then it's $55 to go see a movie. Yeah. Or whatever. So I just watched Finding Neverland on HBO. Don't. Or, or Leaving Neverland. Leaving Neverland. Yeah. My Finding Neverland is the. Yeah. That's the happy one. That's the good one. Now, um, don't get those big stuff. Don't, yeah, please don't, don't go looking for... <laughs> leave Neverland. Don't find it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leave it quick. Uh, but yeah, Lion King, I think it was the best Disney animation of that of that era. I think it was, it yeah, was at least I mean, my I, favorite. I wouldn't argue with it. Um, you know, Beauty and the Beast might have been better, like, as far as, like, the art might have been a little better, but I I, I don't know. Like, because I, I remember mean, it being visually stunning. Like, it was visually really stunning... Lion King was visually really stunning, but had an awesome story. Lion King started implementing a lot of CG, too. Yeah. But it was like, it was, it blended in so well, you didn't really, you know, tell. My yeah. dog just walked in. She looks like Mufasa. She does. Mufasa. Mufasa. Simba. You are my son. You are my son. What a great voice for Mufasa. Yeah. James Earl Jones. And he's he's coming back, man. He's doing Oh, the, is he? Yeah, he is. Shoot. Shoot. Who's doing the other voices? I don't know. I think Beyonce is. Beyonce might be. Probably Post Malone or somebody. Jay-Z doing the voice of <laughs> Zazu. <laughs> That'd be... All right. I'll allow it. Lil Wayne doing... Uh, <laughs> Poomba. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the guy that does... Oh, uh, Little John? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to that remake. Yeah. Gonna be good. Gonna be good. My last pick is, what is you ready for this? Nope. Are you? No. I bet you didn't watch it. <laughs> you were probably a jock probably around yeah. this time. You're like losers. Losers. I'm like, but it's quality animation. <laughs> uh Spider Man the animated series on Fox. Of course I remember that. Are you are you out of your freaking mind? But you don't. You outside of your mind. Yeah. One of it. the best animated series ever. I think it was up there. Yeah. It battled out. With uh, Batman animated Batman, series yeah. to me, which I love Batman animated yeah. series. I may have watched it more than Spider Man. Yeah, but yeah, Spider Man, dude, Fox Kids, Spider Man animated series, never been released on DVD. Trust me, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been it. looking out. I've been looking. <laughs> I'm on the message boards. <laughs> I'm in the know. I'm hoping that it'll make appearance on Disney Plus, which is the Disney streaming, streaming service. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, Disney owns everything now, so. There's really no reason for it not to. Yeah. It never really had a proper ending. It ended on a cliffhanger. And oh, And they okay. never brought it back for the next season. Killed me. Killer, man. Killed me. Mary Jane's lost in like another dimension. No. They ended there. So I didn't know that. Never came back. Wow. It did a really good job, though, at like fleshing out the, like a lot of the villains especially. I mean, mm-hmm. you're familiar with a lot of the villains, but it really reintroduced every character really well. Oh, okay, yeah. There are some really big story arcs. Um in the show, and it was it was just really good. Yeah, I, it really did the entire Spider-Man 
Universe Justice. I like. I just like that style of animation, and and that it was a really era. distinct style. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of. I would I wouldn't say it was the best animation, Mm-mm. but it was very. I don't know. It was kind of choppy a little bit, but I don't know. It's hard to explain unless yeah. you see it. I like. It's, I, I like Batman the anime series. I like that animation too because it was kind of dark and yeah. sort of not grainy, but it was gritty. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to describe. It had a certain look to it, but then Spider Man had sort of a contrasting look, same style of animation, I think, roughly, but it had different like look to it. Yeah, I don't know. If brightness is the right word. But I I love it. I mean, yeah. I hope it makes an appearance on DVD or Blu-ray Man. soon. I think it'd be worth picking up. You'd be looking out for that. Shoot. I slapped down 70 bucks for that. <laughs> you hear that, Disney? Yeah, Disney. You hear that? Screw yeah. your Disney Plus service that we're probably definitely going to subscribe Yo, to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. 1994, man. Wild year. Crazy. Crazy year. What was your favorite out of my list? Out of your list? And I'll pick my Dumb favorite out of yours. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That just... I think, like... Because we met. Because that's my second favorite movie of all time. We met in 2002. Yes. Yes. I think that might have been like the second thing we ever talked about. Yeah. Hey, do you I'm, like Dumb and Dumber? I'm pretty, well, I'm pretty sure one of us said a lot. <laughs> the movie something. had been out for like eight years. Yeah. yeah. You remember that movie? We're still talking about Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny. Oh, man. Stupid. Really stupid. But it's stupid, but it's good stupid. It's not like, this is just so dumb, I got to turn it off. Well, the second one, and I've never seen the second one with Jim Carrey. Apparently, it was stupid, but it was just stupid. It's not good. Yeah. It was very disappointing. That sucks. I never watched it just... I wanted first of all I wanted to get like other people's kind of opinion before I did and then it was overwhelmingly terrible. Well, it's just it's kind of like in my opinion it's the reason the unrated version didn't work. There's too much of it. Yeah. It it the original theatrical cut has just enough stupidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make it work. <laughs> to make it work. Yeah. There's enough palatable stupidity. Out of your list, I'm going to go with Shawshank. Yeah. Shawshank is one of the best movies ever. Mhm. I had a poster of Shawshank until recently. I remember that. I don't remember what happened. I think it's behind that poster. It might be. It's the one where Andy's standing in the rain. Is it's that right? where he, yeah, he climbs through the sewer mm-hmm. and he escapes. 500 yards of smell and foulness I can't even imagine. It's one of the best movies ever. Yeah. I think arguably one of the best dramas ever made. Andy Dufresne. I'm trying to do Morgan Freeman right now. <laughs> I can't, can't quite get there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's let's uh cool. oh, yeah. let's jump into the Friday five. Friday five? <laughs> you wanna do it? Alright, lead off with Friday five, sir. Alright, first thing I want to talk about is yeah. playretrogames.com. Uh-oh. I came across this website a couple months ago actually. Mm-hmm. Long story short, you can play old arcade games on it. Full-fledged arcade games. Man. Uh Alien vs. Predator arcade game. I played the whole thing. It has mm-hmm. Turtles in Time. Really? Arcade. Yeah, it's, it's straight out of arcade. The arcade games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like the ones you remember. Um, it even supports controllers. I could actually use my PS4 controller to play oh, it. Crap. Yeah, it's really cool. That's cool. You don't have to download anything. It's yeah. all done like through the website. Yeah. It pretty much streams it to you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, playretrogames.com. Nice. Really cool website. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, so I have a pick as the uh, Twilight Zone reboot. And it's it's going on CBS All Access, which is kind of that struck me as a little like wow, I think it's that's different. Yeah, it's one of their big uh, 
ways to try to get people to sign up. Right. I guess, which I'd probably sign up to watch it. Absolutely. And it was it's uh, it's at least I think it's narrated and produced by Jordan Peele, who you know Ken Peele, and then we've talked about the. Um, what was that horror movie you said that he was directing? Oh, Us? Us, yeah. Yeah. So, um... That's 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. I want to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, Twilight Zone reboot looks really good. It looks like it's pretty true to the original uh, premise. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait for that. Be good. My next pick is going to be a YouTube channel the, called Auntie Donna, <laughs> which I introduced you to. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I, yeah. The Australian guys? Yes. 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 Auntie Donna is a, it's a trio... They're from Australia, and they just do various skits. I'm remembering one of them right now. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's R-rated, but yeah, absolutely hilarious. They're very funny. Like really, it's not easy for me to get to actually say, okay, they're really funny. That's mm-hmm. really quality humor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about quality humor, but they're hilarious. Yeah. I I fully recommend Auntie Donna. They're kind Auntie of the Donna. they're kind of the Lonely Island of Australia. Yeah. And anti spelled A U N T Y, like yeah, anti Donna. Like yeah. if you had an anti, oh yeah, A U N T Y, not like Donna. A- yeah. So, so check them out. Um, really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, so I got one a Howard the Duck animated series <laughs> That's coming online, <laughs> and it's and it's going to be uh, produced at least with some in some. Uh, uh, aspects by Kevin Smith. That's even better. So you know it's going to be really true to the to the kind of the crux of the of the it was a comic right because it was a comic and then they made a movie and then yeah i mean you know there's the comic book then they made the horrible movie the george lucas produced like back in the late 80s early 90s yeah leah thompson was in that yeah Mm -hmm. howard the duck has popped up in a couple marvel movies as of late he was in uh, the first guardians of the galaxy and he was Mm -hmm. in the second one which is funny yeah yeah that should be interesting yeah it's an anime series yeah with kevin smith so uh i think that'll be really good to see how that turns out yeah Yeah. and uh last pick my last pick is gonna be a couple of movie trailers i'm kind of cheating and i'm saying two okay well one's not a movie trailer but uh once upon a time in hollywood i saw that looks so good it has a brad pitt leo dicaprio uh directed by quentin tarantino yep to me that's perfection you Mm. can't ask for i mean i'm not like a massive pitt fan but it looks great. It looks so I think good. Be, yeah, it looks really, really good. I think it's hilarious how much Pitt looks like Robert Redford in this he film. He does. looks exactly like a young Robert Redford. Well, you know, here. they have a quick trivia. What what movie were they in together? Brad Pitt and Rob, and they were in a movie together. Oh, uh, a long time ago. I don't remember. Spy Game. Okay, I remember it came the movie. came out in like 01, I think. The second trailer is the Stranger Things Season 3 trailer. It mm-hmm. looks freaking awesome. <laughs> I mean, they have Teenage Wasteland playing throughout it. And it's just, it's so, looks so good. Yeah, I saw that too. Love the it, show. The trailer looks amazing. Man. I don't know if it beats Season 2 trailer because they had Thriller playing in their Ghostbusters. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. yeah, that's our Friday 5. Friday 5, well, hey. FF. So well, I think we got some fun stuff planned for future episodes. Yeah, uh, for our big thirty coming up. Big thirty coming up. Y'all need to tune in for that one. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We have an idea. We have an idea. I think it'll be funny. Yeah, I think so too. I want to give a quick shout out to a couple people. Um, Ashley Allen. I want to say hey to her. She's a big fan of the show. Oh, okay. And uh, she's always been really cool and left us some good reviews. Awesome. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. So thanks for being a fan. Also wanted to say or give a quick hello to a Instagram user, Palomino Pat. Hey, oh, Palomino Pat. I, like I that. think she's related to Rex. I don't, oh, really? I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, cool. I'm so sorry, but 
but yeah, she's been a big fan of the show. She's liked, I think, all of our Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. She's been really cool with that. And uh, yeah, we notice you and we appreciate awesome. it. Thanks for keeping the uh, or getting the word out there. Yeah, we always appreciate you know the reviews and uh, and feedback. You know, we always want to uh, encourage encourage that. And uh, yeah, we appreciate that. We like it's feedback. Very, we like comments. We love comments. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Compliments. Are we stupid? Are we dumb? <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah, no, that's that should be my that's, that's gonna be my. Are story. we are we dumb? Are we dumb? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, we do have a lot of fun doing this. I, I know I enjoy it, and uh, we hope that that comes through uh, when when you hear this, and uh, we hope you enjoy listening. Yeah, and stay away from Michael Jackson if you're having fever. You just need to leave Neverland. Yeah. Leave it. Leave Neverland. Don't even find it. Don't even go find it. You'll leave that place. <laughs> leave it now. HBO documentary messed me up. Friday 5. Friday 5 podcast. We out. We'll see you at episode 30. We go. We go.